How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's the Laura and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thanks for joining us. 26th annual Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure. We want you to join us. Sign up now for the Mother's Day Walk. It'll be Sunday, May 13th. Once again, we'll kick it off at Southdale Center in Edina. Early bird pricing is available only through the 31st. So that's that's just a couple of days away. Team registration, that ends on May 1st. If you want details and the link to registration, real easy to do that on our website, mytalk1071.com. Just uh, use the keyword race. Thanks, Danny. And that's so perfect talking about a team because this morning watching the... uh, Today show, they had a story, and I I thought, well, A, I wanted to get your opinion on it, too, because you've been a sports mom, parent, very involved for for many years. It feels like my whole life. Yeah, your whole life. But Mm -hmm. this story, I don't know, maybe it won't shock you, but apparently referees for kids' sports are quitting because of the abuse. There are people, some places are having a hard time. I think they say in the story they do a percentage of what percentage of soccer coaches won't come back. Well, it seems and you like you don't that, get paid much money. No, I want to hear the story <laughs> okay, because story. I I think it's interesting about the soccer world. Okay, okay. all out brawls in the stands Whoa! to raging tempers on the ice. Sidelines are becoming a hostile place. Videos of parents behaving badly posted on social media, and all across the country. More and more referees are just walking away. They've been threatened, verbally abused. Dwayne Finley has been calling games for 20 years and says now not only are parents rowdier, they'll record officials and then troll them online. And now your every call, your every movement is, you know, via social media or other forms, uh, you know, it's judged by thousands, sometimes even before you get home. And in the days of instant replay on TV, parents expect officials to make perfect calls all the time. Bob Gardner is the head of a national organization for high school athletics. You know, we have kind of come to depend upon perfection. We see that at the professional level and at the collegiate level and and they use replays. And so that's filtered down to the high school level. But there's no replay at a kid's soccer game, no jumbotron in middle school (laughs) basketball. We need to remember that many of the officials at this level are doing it to give back to kids. Remember that the kids don't play a perfect game, coaches don't coach a perfect game, and certainly our officials aren't going to officiate a perfect game. Many of the refs are just kids themselves. Take this father, a Wichita police captain charged with battery after pushing this 17-year-old referee during a basketball game. 
It's gotten so bad, some states have asked parents to literally just be quiet and watch the game, while in many states, games are getting canceled over a lack of referees. In South Carolina, 70% of new soccer refs don't come back, and national high school numbers show 80% of refs are quitting within the third year. For Finley, it's a simple two-step solution. One, people should calm down. And two, parents who think they can do better should sign up. That's if right. If it was so easy, anyone could do it. Put on a whistle, go to training, and we'd love to have you come into the fraternity or sorority of officials, and you can see it's not as easy as it looks. Now, if you are wondering how much all that aggravation is worth, the average ref makes anywhere from $40 to $90 per game. They are not getting rich, and by and large, most will tell you they do it because they love their sport. It's really, I'd be curious if people want to call in about this, 651-641-1071, because I'm wondering if it's, because the soccer was the one that I saw, um, did the thing last year in LA or something, or maybe it was in the East Coast, but you're not allowed to talk on the sidelines, you can't say anything to your kids, you can't do anything encouraging, you're not allowed to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So when that first came out last year, I'm like, how is that possible? But when I think about the abuse that these guys and gals go through, it's something. Yeah. It's something. (laughs) And there's always one bad seed. No matter where you are, there's one parent or one grandparent or one uncle that shows up and you're like, oh, Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then they they heckle, you know, the um, like in baseball where I've spent most of my time Mm -hmm. lately, they'll heckle, you know, the um, referee, the umpire, excuse me. And you're just sitting there like, stop. They're going right. to call against us. Stop it. Stop it. Whose person is that? All right. Who are we going to talk uh, to? This Jen? is Amy. She uh, was a ref. Amy, oh, hi, Amy. Amy. What say you? Hi, ladies uh, and Donnie. Yeah, I used to ref when I was in high school, and I was refing rec league basketball for middle school students. And I was pinned against a wall by a parent uh, who was a coach oh my as well. Yeah. Another parent had to intervene. Um he grabbed that guy and his wife walked me around and this guy, the worst part was is that the daughter looked at him just oh. with the saddest eyes in the world. Oh, my Mortified. Gosh. But you because use, and it's rec league. I mean, we're talking, this yeah. is this is where you pay extra money and you don't no. make a high school team. Yeah. So no, you already know your I kid isn't. We like 15 bucks a game or something yeah. like that. So. It's yeah. it's something, and so and you're you right. The kids after, are mortified after that that you were done refing, or did you continue no, to ref? I, I continued because I played basketball and I played soccer. I refed and officiated both. I think it's a great thing for kids to get into to understand the game, but I can understand why they don't want to go into it because it's scary. Yeah. Well, um, did you find a difference between um, soccer and basketball? Um. Basketball is a little bit more intimate, and you can hear yeah. a lot more of the commentary because okay. they're right, right there. Um, soccer, it's a little bit of a different animal, um, but I, I think it's gotten different since I played soccer 15 years ago. Oh yeah, in, you know, high school and stuff. So, but right. yeah, I've seen it at college levels too. I played soccer in college, and same thing. Saw the same things with the officials. Yes. All right, thank you, And Amy. you think about, you know, because, like, my nephew's ref, and they're young when they're roughing, like, t- you know, young games, mm-hmm. and you think, 
Come on. Yeah. This is this isn't going to make or break your kids at athletic, you know, life. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine refs uh girls basketball, high school basketball up in the Northland mm-hmm. and he absolutely he just has developed the thickest skin. You have to. Because right. he's done it for a long long yeah, time, sure. but yeah, he just is like these parents are ridiculous. Some of these people are Here's ridiculous. one of the best ones. So one of the parents on our team that has been with me in high school and stuff mm-hmm. back when my kid used to be a pitcher. He's sharing this memory with the other parents the other night at dinner in Florida. And he says, you know, one of my favorite memories of Julia was when her son was pitching. And she turns around and says to me, I don't understand why these kids aren't, why people aren't swinging at so-and-so's pitches. They're all strikes. And he looks at me and he goes, well, Julia, they're not swinging because they aren't strikes. Because I'm like, gee, I don't understand why they're not pitching. And he's like, it was such a blonde moment. All right, let's get another quick call. One more. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Well, my daughter's played sports. Their dad's actually coached. And it was, I can say it was embarrassing some of the parents. My one daughter was a pitcher. And you'd have parents expect that she was supposed to strike out everybody. Right. <laughs> like, Wait, how what's wrong with her? Right. <laughs> it's like the best thing that could ever happen was like years ago. But when the parents stayed home, they ruined it for the kids. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. So, that right, is, anyway. Thanks, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Oh, that's funny. All right. Listen, when we come back. We got random thoughts with Julie. Good afternoon. Welcome. Lori and Julia show kicking off the brand new week here at My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a good weekend. Let's get the show on the road. Let's get it started. What was everyone's weekend claim to fame? Besides St. Patrick's Day fun and (laughs) shenanigans. Julia? Julia? Oh, mine? Um, I went to this lovely small town called Waverly, Iowa. Uh It's about three hours away. What's the college there? Wartburg. Wartburg, okay. Yeah, Wartburg, home of the, oh gosh, Wizards. I think they're the Wartburg Wizards. Wizards. Oh my gosh. But they, um, we had baseball. You know, baseball has started, so we had a game on Saturday and two yesterday um, for, it was just fun. And then it was St. Thomas. We, beautiful thing about Having a small town, we could walk everywhere from our hotel. So we nice. went bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, and everyone brought St. Thomas was stuff. Was the game and, like in like midday or yeah, something? Yeah, it was. So it was over. Yeah, and yesterday went a little later because it was a doubleheader, but it was just so fun. St. So, Patrick's Day is fun. It was so much fun. It's fun because it's like all ages. Yeah, I mean, when everyone we were was at, happy. We were at O'Gara's in the afternoon. The last. Time it'll be at O'Gara's because it's closing in November. You know, yeah. they're going to tear it down and remodel it and put it back up. I thought, is it not? They're, they bought three houses that are next door. Casey got the whole scoop. Three houses. There's going to be 150 apartments. There's nowhere to park. I, I, but the bar and restaurant will open up again, but right? Smaller, smaller, much really? smaller. It was kind of, it was kind of sad and it was packed at O'Gara's because that has just been a staple. And right. I ran it. To, I didn't know that. A gazillion people, salon people, Linda from Dr. Crutchfield, partied with the Klondike Kates, neighbors, Casey runs into everybody, everybody, because he's a St. Paul guy, he ran into a gazillion people, but yeah, it's going to be, that's our last St. Patrick's Day at O'Gara's, looking like that, with the big... (sighs) The big parking lot and everything. So I don't know if they're going to have underground parking like they have at Whole Foods. But between that stadium going up and I, I don't know where all this. I mean, it just where is are kinda, the people going to go? It it makes me hold my head and go. Why? 
I don't like to take that exit anymore. That old Snelling no, Avenue. Oh, it's the worst. It is. It's, it's the just, worst. Yeah. So anyway, it was. Uh, but was it was there good fun. music and bagpipes? Good pipes music and, and the bagpipe parade, and I don't know. I like that about St. Patrick's Day. It is an all age party. Party. Mm-hmm. They, I saw Young, the pictures. Old, in between everything, and it was warm. It was warm. You it got, wasn't. You as, look like you got a little sun even on your cheeks. I don't think so, but it wasn't as warm as the one six years ago with your daddy when I remember. it was eighty degrees. Yeah. And your dad was very pleased to see girls in shorts, cowboy boots, <laughs> and bathing suit tops. Mm-hmm. He, he was always a fan that of that look, Lori. That was his last St. Patrick's yep. Day, and he really enjoyed yeah. the spectacle. Yeah, he's a fa- he was always a fan. I remember yeah. the bikini contests that we visited so often in Florida. <laughs> oh man, so, yeah, it was just it was just really a fun fun day. But we were like out. Out of the house by two, and home, home by, by seven thirty. That's so perfect it was day like, drinking. It was kind of perfect, yeah. and we could <laughs> see where the crowd was going. You know, uh, yeah, and and it was time to go home because you didn't want to go with them down that route. <laughs> we almost went down to Shamrocks because they put well, up a big tent, and they everything. do, and they had a leprechaun lookalike contest yes. that would have been funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Casey was driving, and he was just like. Yeah, he, Standing around on the cement and sure. walking around. My favorite thing was that he and this uh, other guy, we had a table, a bar top table outside. Mm-hmm. And we, oh God, the Klon, the Klondike Kates were out, like the current one and sure. previous. And they were a hoot and a holler, I those bet. ladies. Ooh. But we just, we were getting kind of chilly at like about five o'clock. So Casey and this guy, they just carried the pub table inside to the tent. I absolutely we're love that. We're not abandoning this I love table. that, that you just pick <laughs> it up and take it with you. That's initiative. And this why like, not? I want to have a corned beef sandwich and I need something to lean on while I eat the big sandwich. I absolutely love that. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. Donnie, what about you? Well, I'll do the auto show, of course. Have to do that. That's a tradition between yes. myself and my son. And then uh, made uh, we made our first visit. Uh, the gal and I, to uh, Manny's. Oh. I'd never been to Manny's. Oh, it's fantastic. Before. Oh, it's so good. So that place was hopping. Was yes. it? Wow. It always is. Yeah. I mean, it was quarter to f- quarter to six, and the place was jammed. It yeah. always with is. People. On St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Yeah. Had the best waiter I've ever had in my life. The guy was personality plus, and he was a doppelganger for William H. Macy. Really? Oh. Yes. So, I know. What's his name, Rich? I didn't catch his name, but when I said, have you ever heard of an actor named William H. Macy? And he just looked at me and he like, knew yeah. right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Do I you get know it all this the guy? time. I, you know what I'm thinking he's a long-time is, waiter. Because don't you remember the waiter that we had at the Polo Lounge that was from Minneapolis that was not at the Polo Lounge anymore and was moving back to Minneapolis yeah. that looked like William H. Macy's? Yeah, yeah maybe it's him. him. I know, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, he was fabulous. Because you have to be experienced to get a job at. Oh, they yeah. can They can take the best. Absolutely. Waiters, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fantastic service. What steak did you have, Donnie? Uh, I didn't have the steak. She had the filet, small filet mignon. Mm-hmm. I went with the salmon. Oh. You know me, I'm a fish guy. Yeah. Hoity toity. Mm-hmm. Big time. Big yeah, time. I'll say. Okay, so I did a marathon on Friday night of that TV show that we were talking about last week, 911 on Fox. Oh, the Ryan Murphy? Yeah, and it's with Connie Britton, um, Brett, uh, Angela Bassett. Bassett, and Peter Krause. Oh, my word. I know. Everyone loves that show. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. Loved. Yeah. I think I... I Did you see the one with the tiger? Yes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched 
It just back to back to back. It's just every 911 terrible scenario that could possibly happen. Yeah, but you get the backstories yeah. on these guys working in a in a fire department and in a 911 call service in the police department, but it's it's good. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. And between that and Homeland. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. I know I watched a lot of uh, I did catch up on a lot of TV this good. weekend. Good. I know. Well, Casey and I uh have a new thing that we're doing. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it's... Uh, Does it involve manual labor? It, no, it's no, going to be something else. Hanging upside down on an inversion Did you get table. one of those? Really? Casey got one. Oh, I have to come over and try it. Casey got one. It's in our basement, uh, which, you know, I'm hoping he's going to, like, you know... Clean up the area. Clean up the area. He uh-huh. kind of did. But he had a brainstorm, and he plugged in Alexa down there. Oh, that's good. So I, I've been asking Alexa questions. She can't always answer them all, uh, having her play songs. But I'm finally putting that little biatch to work mm-hmm. while I'm... Hysterical. How long do you invert yourself? For two songs at a time. What does it feel like? Do you feel like you're taller? Do you feel like... Well, I wondered if Casey was going to get any taller right. by stretching it. It's stretching <laughs> your spine. Right. And... Um, I would think it would feel great. You know what? It... Yeah, it's weird, but like this like this morning I had Alexa play a couple songs and then I asked Alexa why do people lie about plastic surgery? She didn't know. <laughs> what a weird thing to ask. I know, I'm just <laughs> well, it's like having a conversation with Google. Yeah, I but she I doesn't have as much Google. Casey last night was I heard him just like yelling at her, you know, and then he came Damn. upstairs getting his songs, his Led Zeppelin songs and Deep mm-hmm. Purple and and he came upstairs. He says, well, I learned a very important lesson on my inversion table today. I said, what's that? He goes, you can't call Alexis Alexis and expect her to do anything for you. It's Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Yes. That's very true. <laughs> no. yeah. Yes. Anyway. Right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough.